Of course, you know it's time to buckle up, baby, because it's time for Trash Talk! Yeah, that's right. These are real emails sent to talk at ryanjesperson.com. This one from Devin. Devin says, I stand at the kitchen sink washing dishes with regular diligence, focused on getting all the nooks and crannies clean, not leaving any smudges or residue behind. The sun is shining. The birds are singing and chirping, whipping around in the lushness of the green trees. All is good in this part of the world. Yet here I stand with a pall of gloom and melancholy hanging over me. TLDR. NSFW. Earmuffs, kids. <laughs> Here it comes. Devin says, fucking dishwasher. Why do you suck so bad? We bought you from a good store with good name brands. You come from excellent lineage, so why can't you just wash my fucking dishes? If I don't miss everything, if I don't rinse it off before I put the dishes on the racks, what, you just leave half of it behind? It's not like I overwork you. All you get is ceramics, glass, and cutlery. Heaven forbid I put some Rubbermaids in there. You just flip them over and fill them with water. Have you seen how hard the restaurant dishwashers work? They go all day, late into the night. Everything they get comes out hot, sparkling, and clean. And you don't hear them bitching about it. Why? Because they care. Maybe you should take some notes from them and try putting some pride into your work. Or maybe it's time you pack your shit and get out of here. Balls in your court, dishwasher. I'm leaving it up to you to decide. Devin says, that feels a little bit better. Nice. Devin wrote that to us at 11.34 p.m. on Monday, washing dishes. How about this one from Cheryl says, Jesperson, I've been lightly following your commentary on Edmonton's so-called mosquito problem. To be honest, I'm a little surprised. I found you take an unbiased approach to truth-seeking and fact-finding, but your position on mosquitoes strikes me as an emotional reaction to a personal inconvenience. Yeah. She says, is it an overreaction? I don't know. I just got back from five days in the backcountry, hiking through mosquito-infested trails. They're annoying, but are they bad? She says, now I don't know a lot about insects or pesticides, so when a colleague with more letters behind their name than mine invited me to learn more, Ryan, I turned to the city council meeting where Edmonton's aerial mosquito program had been debated, and I learned a lot. Experts spoke eloquently with facts and research that made sense, citing statistics of how many other cities in Canada refuse to have those aerial pesticide programs because it's so toxic. She says, imagine my surprise when I saw the headlines in the newspaper that week. Ridiculous commentary that colored the facts into biased rhetoric. Even more surprising, how many of the public was eating it up as fact. She said, this wasn't rebel media. We're smart. We're not going to be pulled into inflammatory clickbait, right? Wrong. She says, all I have to say, Jesperson, you have a powerful platform, and we live in a time where platforms like yours, reasonable and reflective, can raise important awareness on how we make choices that look beyond our own human interests. We need platforms that challenge us to live beyond ourselves, to live outside our comfort zones. Let's be honest. What we're doing on this planet so far, it's not working. So, if you'd like to read some of the materials I read, if you'd like to hear that presentation from City Council, I can send you the links. Keep doing good work to make this world a better place. That from Cheryl, who cares about things like data and facts and evidence. (laughs) How about this from FX, who wrote into the show, Ken FX says, Jesperson, this is the first time I've ever heard of you, first time I've ever heard of your show, and I'm so disappointed at how biased you are. What was your agenda going into your interview with Danielle Smith? What about being neutral and listening without fear? You know how many people listen to neutral talk shows, John? 
uh, exactly zero. zero. <laughs> he says, uh, it's pretty low on your part to end the interview and then criticize Danielle while she's not there to defend herself. Why don't you get your hero, Theron Fleury, on your show and find out why he thinks the way he does? I know why he thinks the way he does, because he got hit in the head too many times. He says, and if you have an open mind, no preconceived notions and are curious in nature, you might learn a thing or two. Are you not curious, wonders, Ken? He says, I could go on and on and on, but then you'll just think I'm a conspiracy theorist. The problem right now is that the mainstream media has been bought off, paid extra money during COVID to be the government's propaganda arm. Ken, you don't sound like a conspiracy theorist at all. He says, Ryan, once you know that the mainstream media is biased, then you'll start to figure it out. Do some homework. Do some research. Hopefully you can step back and think critically instead of following the herd. That from Ken with a bad take. And finally, this from Kathy, who says, Jesperson, the reality of these so-called freedom protest movements, the convoy needs to be reframed, and it's up to you to take the lead. I'm sure as a journalist, you understand the power that words have, especially during chaotic times. And I submit that using the term freedom in connection with the Ottawa occupation serves to reinforce the misconceptions that this radical movement is about protecting democracy. At its root, it is an anti-democratic movement and a threat to Canadian politics as we know it. The word freedom conjures up images of outstanding individuals. Martin Luther King Jr., Nelson Mandela, Gandhi. Though I've learned a lot of bad shit about Gandhi. Anyway, I digress. The famous five and every single human who ever fought and died to protect democracy. Imagine trying to explain a freedom movement that proudly touts swastikas, confederate flags, diagonal flags, and other hate symbols as bystanders are harassed, bullied, gridlocked for weeks publicly associating the word freedom with the likes of Tamara Litch and Christopher Barber and all these other clowns plants psychological seeds that fuels the fire of chaos and division that could damage this country irreparably. Says Kathy, we're living in sad and scary times and I challenge you to be a source of hope. And if you can't do that, at least stop doing further harm. I love it from Kathy. You can send us your trash talk to talk at ryanjesperson.com. We're open online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. My friends, as mentioned, Ken Campbell coming up on Monday, Charles Adler coming up on Monday, and we've got a great lineup through next week. You can learn all about it Sunday night when you get our email. Subscribe for free on our website, ryanjesperson.com. John, have an amazing birthday weekend. Real talkers, stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you live Monday morning.